All right, hello, idiots on parade. D two ugly TV for podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? And hello, Jason. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a uh, guest, Jason Pinkowski, old friend of mine. Say hi to everyone. Hey, Nate. Hey, Jake. Thanks for uh, inviting Thanks me. Thanks for being on the show. Hey. Great. To, glad to be here. I'll tell everyone right up front, uh, Jake and I usually, because we are each comedians, have comedian guests on. Uh, Jake is a civilian. He's a musician and a uh, a real person. We figured that uh, <laughs> why not get the opinion of the common man? Uh, all nice. too often... We have comedians on who are just trying to, you know, like everyone's trying to one up them, uh, the other person. So, Jason will be a fresh of uh, breath air is what I just said instead of breath of uh, fresh whatever. <laughs> we knew what you talk. meant. Yeah, you know what I meant, even though I was talking. I'm distracted. I don't know if anybody can hear, it, but going on outside my door, my it, my daughter is having a meltdown, and my wife is dealing with that. So there could be a background noise. Nice. I'm distracted because I still at 9:30 at night have a vicious hangover from last night. <laughs> I uh. I, I got I got this giant jug of vodka last night, and I got it because it was like like 160 proof. The thing's like 80 percent alcohol, and I just completely blacked out on that shit. And so this has been just an all day hangover. So Ooh. if my voice sounds a little shitty today, listeners, uh, blame that vodka. Well, let's be <laughs> honest. You didn't get the vodka because it was a whatever proof it was. You got it because you're a raging alcoholic. Well, that's why. I, yeah, those two things go hand in hand. What are you talking about? I'm from I Wisconsin. I mean, come on. There we go. What you drinking? Uh, right now, it's uh, God. What am I drinking? Three Sheeps. It's a oh, uh, nice. brewery nice. here from Sheboygan. So That's you're cool. not drinking your own creation. Jason is a brewmaster. Yes. Um, that actually, uh, I just put a new keg on tap today, so uh, letting it cool down a little bit uh, before I start drinking it. So. And you, you very uh, nice. Didn't open a bar, but your buddies opened a bar that you supply for. And uh, I bet uh, the vid uh, took care of that nicely. Is it going to reopen? Is everything okay there? Or did uh, one of the small businesses that is going to go by the wayside thanks to all this bullshit? We're um, we're going to reopen. Um, we've been selling curbside for the last, you know, during the entire time. Uh, it's just been a matter of getting stuff canned because the entire our entire model is we're a, a, a brewery where you just come in and you grab some you know, grab it there at the bar and nothing to go really. So uh, it's been a scramble to get things canned and, you know, for sale. But now that Wisconsin's open for business, um, Sweet. yeah, we're, we're back to um, being able to have people in the bar, although we are currently waiting probably another week to go. So we'll, we'll make it through, but it's, it's been tight times. Now, are you going to, when you reopen, uh, like take out every other chair or every other stool, or are you going to be like those bars that were all over the internet on day one with people just packed shoulder to shoulder, uh, boozing there it will up. Be, there will be chairs missing. There will be tables missing. I mean, our capacity is, you know, 99 to begin with, and that's pretty tight. And I think our capacity with this will end up being, like, closer to, like, 30. So what you're saying is you hate America and freedom. That's what I'm getting out of your statement. Not safety Absolutely. Well, I, I'm... I'm, I'm truly more of a communist uh, who wants to take away all your your rights um, to be able to walk around with a you know gun on your back and and scream at people. So. <laughs> well, there you That's go. That's the way to do it. You know, you know what? I I think I want to go to one of those protests at those diners or bars or whatever where people are packing in all tight and and. But I want to pull up with a New York State license plate and just start fucking coughing on the way in. And like, really? You think it's you still think it's bullshit. You want to double down. You want to play Russian roulette with three bullets in the gun, like Robert De Niro in the deer hunter, Danny Mao. <laughs> 
Welcome to New York. You're living it now, people. <laughs> no shit. Really quickly, before we jump into anything, uh, give give the name of the bar a plug. We we didn't even do that for the huh? for any Milwaukee listeners we might have. We're Stockhouse Brewing right uh, in Wauwatosa, right on North Avenue, 72nd to North. So stop on by. A lot of great restaurants right around us. So stop on in, bring food on in, and grab some beer from us. Is the Tosa Theater still open? Uh, the Tosa Theater is now the Rosebud. It's been the Rosebud for quite a while. They actually sold it to, uh, it was Marcus Corporation, and they sold it to a private investor. And uh, they did the couch thing and the, you know, beer. Actually, I knew that. I've been to it once since it had the couches and what had changed owners. Uh, I don't yep. remember what I saw, but it was uh, uh, over a decade ago. So I did know yeah. that. I just completely blanked. Yeah, that's that's two blocks from my house, man. So that's walking distance. So that's where you see your flims. That is. All right. Well, let's jump into some news. I'm sure we'll get around to coronavirus because that's all anybody's talking about. But uh, I wanted to jump in with other topics. And uh, as we were getting set up, uh, Jake and I, I think, both admitted that we did not read the article that I want to open with. So, (laughs) Jason, you Well, I skimmed it. Yeah. I just grabbed it for the title because it was the best thing I'd ever seen. 66-year-old Nebraska woman is suing all gay people. Yes, all of them. A Nebraska woman is suing every gay person on earth and is asking a federal judge to rule on whether homosexuality is a sin. <laughs> I just, I, it's, it's brilliant and I love everything about it. I, I, I don't even know if she's suing because she's a lesbian and wants to tell uh, Christians that see the courts say that I am a good person or if she's a Christian and is suing to you know, get homosexuality condemned by the legal courts as well as the uh, uh, heavenly ones. I just loved the headline. I'm I'm, ignorant. I'm quite sure it has to be the fact that she is so Christian, you know, and and forgiving like most Christians are. (laughs) I, uh, you know, it's as stupid as it sounds, I'm suing all pansexuals because one of those people broke into my apartment and jizzed on my cookingware. And and now everything tastes salty and smells like bleach. I didn't know that's where you were going to go with it. I was going to wait for you to finish and ask what a pansexual is because I've heard of it, but that's just one of those new myriad sexualities people have invented to feel better about themselves or unique and different as the snowflakes they are. So you you <laughs> took it right to the end before I even could. So I'm scrolling through the article. Uh, Dan Savage, who is one of my favorite yep. columnists, uh, tweeted that he, he read the article, uh, a Nebraska woman files federal suit against all gays, and he's like, he wants to be deposed. He's like, I, I, I want to take the stand. So that's pretty funny. Oh, the article's short. There's nothing in here. That's the end of the article. That's <laughs> it's it. pretty that's, short, yeah. No, that, yeah. that is it. Yep. Yeah, uh, so she does it. I guess we are assuming that she uh, is anti-gay. Oh, she does quote the Bible and Webster's and Webster's dictionary. Webster's, because there is no more definitive, you know, place for sexuality than Webster's. Yes, so. I read that. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, we should uh, um, we should start taking bets on uh, whether or not this is going all the way to the Supreme Court. I mean, <laughs> uh, I will lay down my house that it's not going to make it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to make it to a court. I believe a judge will just fucking throw it out and be like, uh, uh, no, you can't sue all gay people, now, nor there, can you sue all black people, if there were nor can you do anything insanely racist or homophobic in my courtroom if, as like part of your thing. If they were smart, they would have done it here in Wisconsin because we vote on anything ridiculous and like we'll we'll judge against it so they should have done it here because we would have actually heard that case 
I'm quite sure of it. Well, I mean, her quote that now I finally found is, I never thought that I would see a day in which our great nation or our own great state of Nebraska would become so compliant to the complicity of some people's lewd behavior. Who said, uh, writes Driscoll, who says that homosexuality is a sin and that they, the homosexuals, I love that line, that they, they the homosexuals, know it is a sin to live a life of homosexuality. <laughs> why else would they have been hiding in the closet? I don't think they're in the closet. I think that's why you're suing us. Is I think I, you want <laughs> Only your husband's there. in the closet. That's why she's so upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, Michelle Bachman uh, under a pseudonym. <laughs> that's a name I haven't heard for a long time. Well, I thought that was going to go a lot further. That's such a short article, but uh... well, I want to. I want to know how they're going to if they it does go to trial. I think it would be cool if you know, um, representing the side of all all homosexuals on the planet, they got a bunch of like theater actors and they went in there in in like sequins and like sang their defense. You know what I mean? Because if there's one thing that lady hates. It's sequins and musicals, you know, so they could just turn the, their whole every testimony. They sing it. I okay. Let's let's think about this for half a second. Uh, Dan Savage said he would love to be deposed. What do you? So she's suing all gays, all of them. Um, what do you think they would do? Pick like a top five to represent, like uh, Dan Savage, Ellen, Harvey uh, Firestein, not Weinstein. There's a difference. Um, I mean, how, how do you sue? Like like Jake said, you can't sue all black people. You can't sue all white men. You can you can't sue all Asians. But she's going for it. Uh, what is the process? She had to have. That's the thing that sucks about this story being so short. Is it doesn't even say whether or not she's found a lawyer willing to take her case. And there's always a lawyer willing to take the case. See, I just I really want to see Timothy Curry come in. You know, as you know, Frankenfurter to really you know, yes, because that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. <laughs> Doesn't he have a disease? Isn't isn't he infirm now? I, I just is have he? a bad Is he really? Feeling. Yeah, I thought that he was ill. Um yeah, I, that's now now I'm feeling sad because I think Tim Curry is uh, in ill health. Well, if he's not, then he should definitely go in as, as Dr. Frank Verter. Absolutely. She, you know she hates that movie. Right. Damn well, gays. Speaking of uh, uh lawyers, I saw this um Earlier, it's nothing I sent to either of you. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see that Tara Reed's uh, Joe Biden's accuser, her huh. lawyer, has uh, stepped away? He's like, yeah, I'm not going to represent her anymore. Really? I did not really? see that. That's I did not know that. And wow. he apparently, according to the article I read, uh, is is a Trump supporter, voted yeah. for Trump, and donated to Trump. And even he is saying, you know what? I'd really like to stick it to Biden to get Trump uh, reelected, but uh, she's a little too cray cray for me. You know it's bad when you have a Trump supporter backing away because you're the crazy one. Yes. You know, that's a problem. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Jake and I were talking a little bit. We, we brushed on the Tara Reid topic, and he said, not enough sin. I think that if, if it's not the nail in the coffin, it should be. because It should be. Yeah, I mean, and the, the, the timing of it's crazy. Like, look, it's, it's kind of like when, uh, when, when the Kavanaugh thing first came out. Like, right. conservatives had every right to be suspicious of that. Every right. But then the testimony happened, and you sound one, you, you, you heard one of them sounding very believable and the other one sounding not very believable. And so it's like, you know, yep. that we haven't really gotten that here. You know, now, I, I, do I think that the timing on this one is weird? Absolutely. That being said, if, if, if for some reason 
she kind of, you know, did an interview or whatever, sounded like the, the lady in the Kavanaugh case, and he fucking answered and sounded batshit fucking crazy like Kavanaugh did, then I'd, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta change my mind now. I think he might have, he's screaming and yelling about squee and drinking beer and all this, and he's, 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 he's going apeshit, so that's not good. I have my thoughts. Jason, what are yours? You are the guest, so do you have thoughts? Because uh, I'll, I'll wait till the end of your thoughts and jump in with a couple things knocking through my noggin. Again, I mean, every, I think everything in, the, in this thing just sounded a little bit off to begin with. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, you know, who can we get to possibly shut down the only person that could possibly beat me right now? Uh, well, the only candidate. So, well, there you go. But no, I, I truly believe that that is a, a, a half-ass story myself. Um, and again, I'm, I'm truly one of those, the I believe in the Me Too movement, but this one just sounded way too out of line. Way too just fucked up. Well, I have three thoughts. Uh, the first one goes one. off your last comment, uh, believing in the Me Too movement. I liked what Bill Maher said a couple weeks ago. He said, uh, believe all women was the standard that they, they put forth, when in reality it should have been take accusations seriously. And I'm like, that is a, yes. a really nice switch. It's like it's still being supportive and, and uh, honoring uh, what women have gone through without just a blanket statement believe and i thought that was very right. important uh going back to what jake said i had a thought i don't know if either of you saw this there was a i believe it was a vox article i don't know if i'm vox vox that's a yep. website um after the kavanaugh uh hearings they went through the very next day with a color-coded red and blue um graph or chart and it said whenever a person tried to answer a question they got blue whenever they avoided a question or turned it around they got red and uh ford's testimony was all blue it's like whenever she was asked a direct question she started answering and came up with an answer and kavanaugh's was solid fucking red anytime he was asked Surprise. a question it was <laughs> anger and projection and squee and i drink beer so yeah so jake talking about testimony is very important because and it didn't matter. Kavanaugh still got appointed because Republicans have no soul. But that's my final point when it comes to Tara Reid and Biden and Kavanaugh is when the Kavanaugh thing was happening, the FBI was supposed to do investigation and they didn't really. But reporters right. did. Reporters went into Kavanaugh's history and found a handful of people who said, yeah, he was a drunk and belligerent. Was he a rapist? No, but I could, you know, he whipped his dick out. I she obviously had something traumatic happen to her. I don't think he was trying to rape her, but yeah, he was a drunk and whipped his dick out and was kind of a douchebag. They went back and talked to 74 staffers from Biden's office during that period of time. Yep. And every it was like Al Franken. Every single one of them said, this is not Biden. No one else has a story even close to this. I, there's nothing about Biden's character that suggests this. That he would do and, that, right? Yeah, I mean... Not one person said, ah, I, I could see that. Yeah, he's kind of... It's just kind of wild because if you want to take down Biden, you don't have to make up fake accusations. All you got to do is be like, look, uh, 
Joe Biden is senile. Here is uh, Exhibit A, Joe Biden trying to tie his shoes. <laughs> exhibit B, Joe Biden trying to fucking talk into cameras to reporters and sounding like a jackass because he's l- clearly losing his goddamn mind and has Alzheimer's or some shit. That's, uh, you, you, you don't need any other, you, you don't need to distract people. If I'm on, now, now granted, I, 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 I want him to win because I'd like tests. You know, for, for for the virus, like in 2021, when COVID 20 hits us, I'd I, I'd kind of like a guy in in place that'll get his tests, and I, I have more faith in him to get it done than this guy because, well, he fucking had the chance to get it done and didn't. So, uh yeah. If, if, but if I if I was working on Trump's campaign, I would be like, dude, look, this is this is going to be our Hillary's emails. It is. It is. His emails is the the, the 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 short fuses in his brain right now. That is what what I would attack as a Trump campaign manager. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Jason might not know this. Uh, I don't know. I've I've mentioned it on here before. I think I've posted it on social media. Uh, I saw Joe Biden speak uh, for. 15 20 minutes and i left before he was done it was the most incoherent rambly bullshit ever so i am officially one of those people that is like not my first choice not my second choice not my third choice don't really you know i'm not in love with him absolutely voting for him right you know, absolutely I, and i just don't care i'm, I'm not like oh, i gotta vote for the lesser two i'm just voting for him and i don't care and look, I get why the Democrats, uh, why the Democratic Party obviously wanted Joe Biden. They need someone who's going to make Jeslane's Maxwell suicide just like they did with Epstein. You, you know, make her death look like a suicide. They need somebody who is going to continue to push the lizard man agenda. I get that. I get that the man's evil. I get that he sniffs hair and fucking doesn't have but two brain cells in his head. That being said, I think that hair sniffing dummy would 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 get me test while he's making right. reporters kill themselves no shit deserved reporters well let's uh, jump off uh, the 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 serious <laughs> bullshit and get back to fun stuff um jake and i uh, jason one of our main things uh, on this is never apologize to to people that are outraged if people are outraged <laughs> let them be outraged yeah. And uh, I, I really don't think that the the South Korean uh, soccer club in Seoul should have apologized to fans after, quote, inadvertently substituting supporters in the stands with sex dolls. Look, if you are at home match. and noticing that and going, God, that looks like, what do you have in your fucking closet? Do you have yes. that same model? Yeah. Like, are you going, oh, my God, that's my, like, you know, fuck me Kathy doll that I have in my closet too, you know? Right. So I'm looking at it going, seriously, who's at home going, oh my God, that's a sex doll. They put clothes that's on true. it. Fucking deal with it. They were creative and it was awesome. Way it's to go. literally, as far as I can tell, it's literally a mannequin with an open mouth. And Cheering. here's what I wonder. I've seen pictures of it. Yes. But during the broadcast, were they doing close-ups or something? Like, right. They rarely do close. Sure, they do cut away to the stands when it is a live audience. Were they doing cutaways to the mannequins and sex dolls? And like did, Jason said, how do you notice? Right. And did maybe did someone inadvertently put a toy in one of the dolls' mouths? You know, to show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is, was that... I mean, I think you got to. Right. If you're if you're if you're a staffer, you, you know, and and it's and it's your job to you, you set the sex dolls in the bleachers. You got to have a little bit of fun with that. You know, we also well, here's fast the best times. Part. Just put a carrot in there. 
Here's my favorite That's part. That's true. Is the, the quote in the article is, for the first home game, around 20 mannequins, many holding banners, and all wearing masks. So there goes my bullshit line about having an open mouth. They were wearing <laughs> corona masks. You're looking at their fucking eyes at this point. You are looking at a sex doll's eyes and going, oh, yeah, that's a sex doll. Oh, that Jason, doll has the fuck me eyes. <laughs> yes, Jason, point to you. You called this out. Who is recognizing a fuck doll from the eyes that's alone? That's true. Right. Absolutely. If anybody who recognized it immediately went, I need to go check my closet to make sure that those bastards didn't steal my sex doll right. for a soccer game. <laughs> Shit, my wife is going to suddenly notice. That's a yeah. sex doll. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to something uh, right now. Uh, How are they not having sex dolls in pro wrestling matches? That seems like that's a sport that needs sex dolls in the in the, in the bleachers. Absolutely. Uh, I I think they should have a bring your sex doll to the wrestling match night, at, just so that the the hillbillies with sex dolls can bring them. I bet if they pro liked wrestling it. fans had enough money to buy sex dolls, they would definitely have them. Oh, they still I, buy I the inflatable do. ones, the blow ups. They don't. They don't buy the animatronic two thousand dollar ones. No. Yeah, they they come across as people sad enough to fuck uh, blow up dolls and, and and sex robots, but they they're on tube sock budgets. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like that's that's what school. they're using. Old I think that's that's what it should be. It should be the the, the the bleachers in pro wrestling should be filled with tube sock women with faces and tits drawn on them. Well, here I, I, I this is I was said I was going to admit to something embarrassing that I I had no intention of, but Jason sent me down this path with his wonderful observation. Um, I occasionally, not often, uh, once, maybe twice a week, sometimes three times, not often, but I I have uh, been known to visit a site called Pornhub, and a little Never while ago I found a video that I kind of liked. I'm like, ooh, I I like this. Uh, actress i like this actress so i've watched uh, a couple of her videos then she turned around and had a dick in the third video and it was like (laughs) jesus i was wondering why they only shot one angle anyway uh so i've been watching the same actress for about a month now i can guarantee this right As, as i sit here and pull it up in my mind if i were to bump into her in a grocery store i probably would not recognize her so to jason's point if you are going to recognize a sex doll in a football stadium or soccer stadium you really have to know the ins and out of that sex doll you're in love i mean that is like a tight relationship at that point yeah because i've been watching <laughs> this one lady for a month and i'm 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 blanking on what she looks like right now because you have yeah, to see it the only way you would recognize a sex robot in in the bleachers uh, uh, without having one is if you literally worked at a sex robot factory that's the only two ways that's See, and all point. right now, I'm, I'm thinking of Fact from River's Edge walking around with his wife. The <laughs> blow-up doll. You know, that's what I'm picturing. I don't remember that. I'm thinking of Lars and the Real Doll with uh, Ryan Gosling now that okay. you, we're doing movie references. That, that pops <laughs> into my head. Um, let's stick with sex. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. And as uh, we know, many heroes don't wear clothes. In this time of coronavirus, pole dancing and hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, Wyoming Strip Club reopens with masks on, clothes off party. I mean, God bless these ladies. Not only are they uh, getting naked for everyone's enjoyment, but they aren't doing the right wing. No masks in here. My freedom. They're literally covering their mouth, but showing everything else. And that's, I mean, heroes. God bless these women. What, what Are, else can you say about it? And is, Wyoming, of all places. Is the average strip bar patron going, well, I really like her nose and her lips. No, they're not paying attention, so cover them up. They don't care. No, you're absolutely right. Um, True. But the only thing is, man, I'm kind of, 
Like, I'm not a doctor. I haven't read all of the CDC's reports, but I'm pretty sure if you can get corona from standing within six feet of someone, you can, you can damn sure spread it with a lap dance. Uh, not to... Not, not, not to throw around a bunch of medical terminology or nothing, but lap dances will spread the coronavirus, I swear to God. Could happen. Um, you're more than likely going to end up with some, like, rash or something before you're going to end up with corona. I mean, they are wearing masks, you know. <laughs> but they, they Yeah, that's you. true. They are rubbing some moist spots on your leg, and that, that may end up with a bad thing for you. It's going to be itchy. That's true. Strippers and strip club regulars have already fought off way worse viruses than the coronavirus. Right. I'm telling you, if if one little drop of that bad AIDS gets inside their immune system, it's going to get fucking beat up and prison raped by the other bigger, tougher viruses in there. You know, the the the, the tougher viruses that already live in the strippers' uh, uh, systems will be like uh, tattooing prison swastikas on the ass of the coronavirus. You're my bitch now, Corona. You're my bitch. You be sitting down in this immune system. Oh, you think you're tough. Get over here. <laughs> I want to go off something Jason said. He said nobody's really looking at the nose and lips. Um, yeah, if you're promoting your strip club as we have the best noses. Uh, right. Actually, I just thought of a really horrible comment I could make right now. It'd be anti-Semitic. You know, like, <laughs> best strippers, no Jews. All right, that was a hook nose comment. That's, I'm oh. going to get canceled from Saturday Night Live five years from now because of that comment. Um, you done. Warren Michaels, I just, I just want you to know that uh, what, what Nathan said was not funny, and it does not represent the views of, of both co-hosts on this podcast. It wasn't funny. It was it was a, 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 uh, I was possessed by Satan. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to pull a Mel Gibson. I was I was drunk. Um, no, Jason, I don't know if you remember this. For a while, there was a comedy club underneath a strip club in Milwaukee. Do you remember oh, that? Absolutely. Uh, it's and, now a rock club, and I just played there right before uh, the Rona shut everything down. So, oh, <laughs> is it is it nice as a rock club? Tell me about it quick. Um, the lights, the ceiling. Well, you know, the ceiling's super low there. Yeah. And so, like, if you're in the crowd, the lights are blaring right in your eyes, and it's it's really, it's a great club. Other than the fact that you, I can't watch a show there. Because it's super I, blinding. So yeah, that was my favorite comedy club of all time. And I've t- I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, but I tell it whenever I can. My favorite comedy club of all time because it's under a strip club, which means nobody of any value went there. Nobody was like, you know, no upstanding citizen was going, hey, honey, let's go to the comedy club that's under the titty bar. Right. So you would get audiences of 12 people and they were all the trailer park white trash that would come in with no sleeves and so and, and the ceiling like you said is very low and the music upstairs was super loud so it'd be super like, loud yeah like i'd be on stage going knock 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 who to the stage <laughs> you know that's all you could hear and so the reason it was my favorite club is because i showed up one day we had five shows thursday two shows friday two shows saturday five shows show up thursday nobody's there show canceled show up friday uh, first show, 12 people. Second show, zero people. Show canceled. Show up Saturday. First show, 12 people. Second show, zero people. Show canceled. They paid me for five shows, and I left. I got to leave right away oh <laughs> Saturday after the first. It was like, yeah, nobody's I'm like, yes, please pay me as often as you can for shows I don't have to perform. I <laughs> well, loved the, it. The day that I came to see you there, um, there was an MMA fight playing at the, because there was that third bar, which was the entrance. Right, the poker bar. Right. So I walk in, it's like you've got the strip club people, you've got the MMA people, like all surrounding us. And I'm just going, looking at my friend Mike, who came with me, going, how the fuck can we just get downstairs? Please, let's just get to the you know comedy club and let's get out of this mess. Now, I always thought the comedy club would go the distance because in my mind, it was moonlighting. 
the uh, Bruce Willis uh, show with yeah. Sybil Shepard where she goes bankrupt and discovers that this private detective agency was just designed to lose money because she was making so much. It was a tax write-off. I thought that was the comedy club. They were making so much money on the strip club that they're like, yeah, let's put a comedy club in the basement. And every year we just tell the IRS that, oh, yeah, we lost so much money on our comedy club. What's a better way to lose money than hire a bunch of local bands and pay them a lot of money to play? I mean, oh, come well, on. there you go. I mean, still, so it's we, still a grift, huh? Oh, absolutely. We, we got paid well to play there, um, but the, it wasn't a huge crowd by any means, but... Yeah. See, I, I wish they'd stuck with comedy. I always loved going there because I knew it was just a, a, a week off of comedy. It was just like, right. I nobody cares what I stay on stage. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's in the audience. Nope. But, uh, but, why, but of all the places that, like I said, Wisconsin, uh, because of what they're going through, they if they're opening strip clubs, they're not wearing masks. So Wyoming, they are like the West. They are hardcore freedoms and rights, and they're wearing masks. I did not see that coming. When did you ever go, Wyoming, the responsible state, you know? Like, you, you never thought that. You always went, yeah, it's beautiful, but responsible? Well, not necessarily my first the, thought. It's got a low population there, man. I can't imagine Wyoming's getting hit with this real bad. I mean, it seems, in general, the more spread out you are, the less corona you got. Absolutely. Which is why I would not expect them to be wearing masks. Exactly. Yeah. I would expect because they would have low. And to Jason's point, responsibility, I think it was 2013 or 2014. I don't remember exactly. Maybe 2012. Ah, fuck. I don't, I don't remember. I had a gig in Wyoming, and I show up, and I went to a, a, a restaurant before the gig just to get some dinner. Uh, it was a very highfalutin place. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Denny's. Ooh, and, nice. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like to Denny's. brag, but every once in a while I treat myself. So I go walking in, and the the hostess said to me, smoking or non-smoking? And it just blew my fucking mind because it had been a decade since I had heard that asked. Right, no shit. And I, yeah, and I made a joke on the spot that I thought was kind of clever. I said, wow, that's... I said, it's been a long time since I've heard that. They don't they don't allow smoking where, indoors where I live. And she said, where do you live? And I said, the year 2012. And that <laughs> went over her head. But, but yeah, as far as Wyoming being re- responsible... They were, like I said, at least a decade behind on smoking laws. So yeah. the fact that they are wearing masks did not see it coming. I Bunch know I said that. Way to go. Reiterate. Way to go, Wyoming. No, but then again, man, like, secondhand smoke, not as bad for you as the fucking coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of don't give a shit about smoking laws either, but uh, I, I I don't want to die of the, of the, uh, the, the, the plague of the 2020s. Yeah, no one does except for uh, Wisconsin. Let's segue back into that. We should have talked about this up front because uh, I just said Wisconsin is uh, going, uh, you know, like all, you know, shooting guns in the air, Wild West. Uh, That's one of the articles I sent you. Not only did Wisconsin reopen and people went shoulder to shoulder in bar, but a Wisconsin business owner banned wearing of masks after court overturned state. So not only did they say, like, we have places here like, Menards and uh, Costco is saying you must wear masks, and we have a couple of restaurants that say we. Uh, it was a cupcake place that said masks strongly encouraged. And no. this one, I, I, it's a campground. Annie's campground has said masks are not allowed in the buildings for safety's sake. They are viewed as robbery and progress, and will be handled that way. Okay, I get not wearing a, a, a mask when you're out in front of the fire at a campground. But if you're going into a common building to say, nope, you can't wear one where you're going into the shower or bathroom, all right. 
have you checked out their Facebook page? I mean, come I, on. This this is not exactly looking like, you know, the place that everyone wants to hang out. It is definitely um, a politically led campground. It's for the like-minded folk. I uh, did not. But let me uh, repeat to the listeners that might want to look up Annie's Campground, Wisconsin. What did you find on that since you, you looked? Well, for, first campground. they have posted the here's your red pill, you know, video. You know, because there's the whole red pill, blue pill, take right. the red pill, learn the truth. They posted that. They also hold on weekends. They also have concealed carry classes that you can do, you know, while you're having your beer and camping. Um, so they, they have those fairly frequently. Um, so they're saying that anybody wearing a that feels they need a mask for protection is a moron. But you, but you, 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 you carry around a fucking loaded gun at all times, right? Like at a campground. Because let's be honest, every time I've gone camping, and I camped a lot when I was younger, I was shit faced. So let's oh, yeah. let's just quite frankly walk around with a gun because that's just a Give great idea. Guns. You know, it's just yeah, not very. Well, bright. they do have a cornhole tournament coming up. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. That's that's tomorrow. I mean, can you guys get here in time? Maybe. Can we can we do that? I mean, Jake, airlines are pretty empty right cornhole. now. Cornhole, yeah, cornhole. What you mean like a competitive ass fucking tournament? What the hell is a cornhole tournament? <laughs> oh, you don't know? That's uh, with the bean bags and the little holes cut, and you throw. Uh, never uh, heard of that. It, 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 you grew up in pe- fucking Iowa. You some people? Call oh, it I know bags. the game. I've never heard it called cornholing though. Oh, it's, yeah, that, that's Wisconsin just, for you. Bean bag toss. Yeah, it's it, beanbag toss is called cornhole. Someone obviously was doing that uh, to be witty and funny. Right. But did you know Jake uh, or either you, Jake? Uh, ESPN has actually shown some cornhole uh, <laughs> tournaments. Uh, ESPN too. That's been a kind of a live thing as of late because we are so <laughs> starved for it. I actually turned it on one day, uh, just oh. like streamed it, just to see like what is a fucking cornhole tournament look like. And yeah, it's as sad as you would expect. You know, can, it makes can you like, imagine the the shame on a child's face when they have to go to school and say, "Oh, what is what does my daddy do? He is a professional cornholer. Corn He's a pro cornholing. <laughs> he can put bags in holes, baby. That's that's a rough one. <laughs> hey, whatever earns you a living, goddammit. All right, um, <laughs> new topic. I thought this one was see. Uh, Jake and I have talked about this, Jason. Uh, it's something the Adam Carolla podcast is doing. Yep. Uh, it's called the Winners of COVID-19. It's where a big news story comes out, but it just gets you know brushed aside because everybody's talking coronavirus. Right. I thought this would be a bigger story. The woman behind Roe versus Wade didn't change her mind on abortion. She was paid. That was the rights talking point for years. Oh, Jane Doe, Norma McCorvey. Uh, she, she eventually came around on abortion. She changed her mind. She wished she hadn't done it. And here she is on her deathbed saying, nope, I, I took never their changed cash. my mind. I just took the money. I, I have so much. I, I had a great deal of respect for her for a long time. And this just makes me love the woman even more. Yeah. Like, are, are you going to take money from those people? Fantastic. Just, just, I, I, I love that. That was a fantastic article. You know what she did article. with the, the first check she got from, from these right-wing groups is uh, she paid for another abortion with it. She was like, fuck <laughs> you. Get another one. <laughs> See ya. I don't know how I feel about it. In part, I really like the idea that she played them and played a game. Like, right. She took herself out of it. Uh, kind of. I mean, she 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 knew she was a pawn in a story that was bigger than her, where everybody's screaming 
uh, say this so you know our side is right, and the other side is saying say this so that our side is right. And she took the money from one side and then turned on them at the end and said, yeah, I just took your money. That I do like. On the other hand, I do not like the fact that she lied to people for all those years. It's it's sort of a sellout in a way to say I, I, part of me appreciates her for taking the money and part of me does not. It's the same thing, but I, I can see both sides of the issue. Yeah, I can. Abs- and again, I agree with you on that. I can see both sides of it. I just love the fact that she took money from people that suck yeah this is the equivalent <laughs> of, of alex jones coming out and saying he doesn't believe in aliens or supplements you know <laughs> just playing motherfuckers that is true actually i would like to see that Spot because on. that would be funny i think one of his supporters would probably turn on him and kill him though if he said that oh i think I knew so. he was fake news he's one of the lizards get him <laughs> well, he, they are such fanatical fucks that if he were to say, yeah, you know, all these years I've been leading you, uh, I've been lying to you. One of his fanatic, they, they, I mean, one of his asshole supporters went and shot up a pizza joint because they thought Hillary Clinton was running a pedophile ring in the basement. So they're crazy goddamn people. I think there would be a new conspiracy that, that that's not actually Alex Jones. It's like a, it's some sort of like deep state bot, you know, like like a, like an actor. They got Alex Jones captive somewhere. Well, obviously, the, the Clintons, the Clintons Jones. paid for it. There's zero question yeah. about it. It's it's definitely it's, the Clintons. It's, he's clearly he's 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 a bot that was created in a lab in Hillary Clinton's basement. <laughs> That's why he's saying all these things about conspiracies not being real. Um, my favorite thing with and I don't know if we talked about it on here with the Clintons and conspiracy theories was. Uh, um, Jake, you might have even said this, but I saw it online somewhere. I've, I've seen it several times in Jake, but uh, everyone talks about how the Clintons have people killed in the conspiracy theories. And uh, look no further than Linda Tripp, the woman that ruined their lives by uh, exposing Monica Lewinsky, almost brought yep. him down. They waited over 20 years to get her. Like, it's just the way the idea that she was their most hated person. If they were going to have anybody killed, it wouldn't be Vince Foster. It would have been Linda fucking Tripp. Absolutely. And yet, you know, (laughs) she she died of a sweet old age. Well, yeah, because I don't think I don't think they're the ones like actually fucking running shit in terms of, you, you know, just like corporate collusion and things like that. Like they work for those people. You know, and so if Linda Tripp was calling out one of the billionaire lizard people that they work for, yeah, then then she would have gotten it. Like Jeffrey Epstein, he got fucking taken out, probably not by the Clintons directly. It's probably some of the people that pay them. You know, hey, here's here's a hundred grand for 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 your campaign. Here's you know fifty thousand dollars for giving a half hour speech and telling us global warming's bad. You know, it's I think it's one of those people that paid to have them. <laughs> There's about a million people that had something to gain from him being dead. Right. So There's like... too goddamn many to know. And they're they're all billionaires. They all have the resources <laughs> right. to fucking make this happen. Oh, that, that or, camera broke. Oops. Or yeah. maybe he... Yeah. Oh, Epstein, you're saying. I was going yeah. back to Vince Foster, where I was going to say, or maybe he just killed himself, you know? It was he was basically like a a rich pedophile version of Takashi 69. You know, he was the Takashi 69 <laughs> of uh. billionaire pedophiles. <laughs> This past week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, I don't remember when, I clicked something, and it was a story on Takashi 69 I only know of him from his courtroom bullshit, but it was something about his new video. It was a, I don't know, but I clicked it, and then a video started, and for the first time in my life, I saw a Takashi 69 video. It was 
absolutely worse than anything I could have imagined. I was just going to ask you, how bad was it? Because I, I, I can only imagine, because I've seen photos of the man and went, this can't be good. It was the Annie's campsite in Wisconsin of music videos. It just, <laughs> it, it, it was like so exaggerated that you wondered if it wasn't a parody because it was literally, uh, I think, African-American women in bikinis with large asses just Twer- I think they were black, but twerking like like it was the 1980s, like two live crew. It looked like a two live crew parody video, <laughs> and he's just yelling and rapping and throwing money. I'm like, it was absurd. Yeah, I haven't seen the video. I've heard a little bit of the song, but I uh, haven't seen the video. No. All right, but well, it's you know it's 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 mumble rap for teenagers. We're not supposed to like that shit. That's true, but well, we're old now, so we can like yell at you know yell at shit. Yeah, yeah. get off my lawn. I mean, look at all this. There's a lot of gray hair I got going on here. Well, yeah, and I can't, you know, I was in high school in the late 90s, early 2000s. I can't talk shit about music being bad. A lot of older people, they go, oh, the music in my day was better. Nah, if anything, it was worse. Fucking, that, that was when mumble, or when uh, when rap rock was, was at its height. Like, Fred Durst was our Paul McCartney, all right? We didn't have good music. It's a, fu- it's a fucking dark time for, for, for tunes. Two things. Uh... First of all, uh, no era has ever really had good music. What you do is you think, oh, the 70s were the best because of Led Zeppelin or the 80s were the best because of whoever. And then you go back. I I actually heard on some satellite radio station the top 20 countdown of uh, 1985 and 18 of the songs you don't remember and they all suck. But that one hit that that, that, that held on that you remember makes you sort of gloss over all the shit music that was but actually But that's kind of that what time. I'm saying. We had all of the 18 shit songs and none of the good ones. We didn't, in late 90s, there was no, that's what I'm saying. Fred Durst was all our, all, our Paul McCartney. We didn't, we didn't have anything like the Stones or Zeppelin or, well, or Judas Priest or any of that. That was the second part of what I was going to say is I have tried Googling this. I haven't been able to find it since the first time I read it. And I would love to read it again because I, I remember laughing so hard. And, and maybe it's just because I'm inept at Google, but I read an article once on one of the attempts to reinvent Woodstock when they were doing that in the 90s. Yeah. And it was about how one of the Woodstocks was just the worst one ever. Not the one that oh, yeah. everyone talks about where they were throwing mud and started a fight, but the one because uh, the, the acts were like Limp Biscuit and buck cherry and, and just right and, buck cherry and, uh, so going back to the strip clubs buck cherry <laughs> like the, the you know the entire soundtrack to a strip club right oh yeah and then there was one more puddle of mud and oh, just Jesus. It, it's listing the worst of the worst bands and you're like holy shit jake you're right that was the worst it, that's what i'm music. saying dude it was like, musically that, void that was, that was our best that was, that was and then on the opposite of that you time. had britney spears and the backstreet boys which you know just bad for other reasons Even yeah, but the that's, backstreet- that's not Again, that's for kids, man. Like you're it not is. supposed to be into. I mean, not not as much anymore with Britney Spears and stuff. You know, she got older, and you can't you can't do music for teenagers your entire life. But like, uh, in terms of stuff like the Backstreet Boys, well, that's you know, uh, I'm not a 15 year old girl, so that's not aimed at me. I shouldn't be. It would be fucking weird if I was into the Backstreet Boys. If I showed up a 35 year old man, at, yeah, go Lance Bass. You know, like, <laughs> get this fucking guy out of here. Restraining order against this creepy old fuck. <laughs> If I was fangirling out over boy bands, I would be fucking removed from the premise. I would be, I would be like, like a creepy stalker just the second I, I, I set foot in there. 
Well, I will say this. Uh, one thing that made me happy, I don't know when in the past two years, even the Backstreet Boys came out and said that their their big hit makes zero sense. Um, <laughs> that's that song, I Want It That Way. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, there's just, it's, it's just a mess of, of word salad. And they came out and said, oh, yeah, th- those words don't make any sense. You know, don't tell me I want it. Th- I, I, don't even, I can't even think of the lyrics. But I just remember listening, listening to them and saying, this is not a song. There's, there's nothing coherent here. Well, it's, it's, it's boy band stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's just about, ooh, girl, I love the way you move. Like, that's going to be it. You're not going to get any, oh, uh, uh, believe it or not, no one in in uh, New Kids on the Block helped Bob Dylan write the song Hurricane that got that guy freed from prison. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? They don't do that. They're boy bands. Well, let's end this it's on a It's a machine. Sad note. It's a machine, is all it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah. Let's end this on a sad note. Uh, uh, Jason, Jake, and I talked about this a while ago, and listeners will be probably upset to hear if they didn't read it in the news. Martin Shrelecki, Corelli, Pharma Bro, the guy that bought that uh, yes. company, and ra- he wanted to get out of prison. He, I remember it was in the news a few weeks ago. Jake and I talked about it. He was making an appeal saying, hey, I can cure coronavirus. Get me out of prison, and uh, I've worked in biopharmaceuticals. I will cure... Yeah, that's what we're afraid of. If you find the cure, you're going to fucking jack the cost of right. $2 million a pill, dummy. We don't want you to find it. We want literally anybody else but you to find it. That's why you're in prison right now. And he didn't get released. They denied his appeal for early release. Everybody's getting let out because of COVID, and he didn't. It's very tragic. Pharma Boy remains in jail. I, I'm I'm one of those people that just takes great joy in that. Just going, really, yeah. you're that much of a dick, and now you're having to pay for it. Oops. Sorry. I, I want him I want him to get the same disease that the pill that he jacked up the cost was for. And then he's like, well, aren't you going to give me the pill? And they're like, we can't. We don't have that kind of money for inmates, man. Some fucking guy <laughs> made these pills so goddamn expensive. We'd get you one, but I, We'd you know, love to. A bunch of... But you pharma bros. As as my coworker always does, the I would love nothing more than to be able to. I just can't. And every time he yeah. says that, I look, I'm like, you're full of shit. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's a good answer. Everyone likes it. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. And I agree with Jake. That would be the best thing ever. All right, Jason, tell us one more time uh, the name of the uh, brew pub. Uh, Stockhouse Brewing Company. Do they have a website? Is it stockhousebrewing.com or something like that? I, I believe it is stockhousebrewing.com. Let me double check before I officially sure. say you that. Can just put, you, can, you can look for Stockhouse Brewery Milwaukee. On, on stockhousebrewing.com. There you go. There you go. Stockhouse Brewery in Tosa. Nice. You can look that up. North Avenue. If you're yep. in the Milwaukee, Brookfield, Wauwatosa, Tosa area. Um, yeah. Yeah. Please stop on up. in. Appreciate it. Otherwise, jakevever.com. Jason, do you got any music things you want to plug? Uh, Obscure Birds, check us out. We're not playing right now because we're not practicing right now because everyone's social <laughs> distancing. But, you know, when we get back together, um, yeah, please please do join us. Uh, we, it's just kind of fun Americana. There you go. Look up Obscure nice. Birds. All right, everyone. Thanks for being thanks. on the show, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for being a voice of normalcy in, uh, in the middle of all our idiocy. You know who I am. Come on. It's not normal. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Later.